today at Kalos Church, we're discussing how to start praying. Ooh, pray tell. Welcome to Kalos Church. My name is Pradeep Jiva, And I'm Amrita. Kalos means beautiful in Greek. And our prayer is that you'd experience the beauty of Jesus Christ today. Right now, we have people meeting online. Come on, make some noise if you're online in the chat. Woo! And we have people meeting in person at our watch parties. Woo! Come on, make some noise if you're at our first ever watch party today. And if you would like to join our community, we'd love to have you. We don't want to just be a friendly church, but a church of friends. So if you want to join, hit like, subscribe, and click the link to find out how you can join us today. Yes, we're so thankful that you're joining us. And before Pastor Pradeepan mm -hmm. preaches a great message, we have some good news. Yeah. I'm really excited. And the good news is, is that we've got some people that are stepping into strategic leadership roles mm -hmm. at Kalo Church. We've been a primarily online church this whole time, but make no mistake, people are joining the church, they're serving the church and stepping in to incredible leadership roles. So I wanna share some names of people that are captains, that are becoming captains. And captains, what they do at our church is they support the department heads of all the different departments that you see operating at our church, whether mm -hmm. it's online or at our watch party. So here are some names of people that I'm really excited about and the departments they're serving in. The first one is uh, Kaylee Kim, who has joined the Connections team yeah. and is serving as a captain on that team. We're so excited for you. Um, also, we have Grace Lindbergh and John Boyd, Woo. who are stepping into a captain role in our formerly known crash course. We've renamed it to engagement that includes mm -hmm. meet and greet and all these wonderful things. They're stepping into an awesome role at Kalos Church doing mm -hmm. that. And the last one today I want to share is Emily Sao, who is stepping into the captain role for the kids ministry. Wow. This is an awesome, awesome thing. So make no mistake, Kalos Church, God has been moving in our midst and people are joining the church. Mm -hmm. People are still looking for a church home and people are serving, stepping into big roles. We're so excited about that. Yeah. And so I would love for us to pray together for these people, for others that are making mm -hmm. their home at Kalos right now. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for these incredible people that are serving the church, that are volunteering, that are mm -hmm. sacrificially yes. giving, Lord Jesus. And I thank you that you have stirred in their hearts, Lord Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, a desire to advance your kingdom. Yes, Lord. And so, Lord, as they serve, as people are entering, continuing to enter into our church, Lord, and um, all the different places. God, I pray that you would rest your anointing and your spirit on all of these leaders, Lord Jesus. We thank you so much for your constant provision for Kalos Church and for what you're doing in each of the hearts, Lord Jesus, of people that are serving. God, we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, without further ado, we are going to hear a great message from Pastor Pradeepan Woo! as we continue <laughs> our Christian Disciplines series. Well, today we are talking about how to start praying, or as the kids say, sending an email. And this is to continue our Christian Disciplines <laughs> series. And discipline can be a scary word, but think of it like self-care. If we tell you to take off a day every week, that doesn't seem like a heavy burden, but that is a spiritual discipline, a Christian discipline called the Sabbath. And so we want to make sure you have a healthy spiritual life with God. Amen. Amen. And so prayer is such an important topic. I love this quote by Martin Luther. He says, to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Mm. 
I love this. Even Jesus, being fully God, spent lots of time praying often alone in front of people in the wilderness all night and in the morning. Mm. And if Jesus prayed, how much more do we need to pray? Mm. Jesus prayed in such a powerful way that the disciples say to Jesus in Luke 11, actually, let's look at it right now. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. Mm. I love this because they didn't ask him how to teach or how do we perform miracles, but there's something so special about the prayer life of Jesus that they asked him, how do we pray like you? Mm. They were disciples that wanted to learn to walk in the ways and the words and the lifestyle of Jesus. And that's what this series is all about, that we would walk in the words, the ways, the lifestyle of Jesus as apprentices unto him. Amen. Amen. You know, it has, though, been an awkward journey for many of us learning how to pray. It has been in my life. I remember hearing about going into a prayer closet. And as a teenager in high school, I would literally go into my accordion-style thin closet. <laughs> and I would weave my way in there and say, Lord, I'm going to pray in secret. And I'm in my closet now. And I'm battling all of my shirts hung up. It was awkward. It was difficult. <laughs> how do I do this? I remember, like, praying with my friends in church and trying to fit in. And I thought if I used a lot of these and thou's and thy's and the lord would hear my prayer like oh lord i love thyest face it is so thouest good and help me i mean and people are like what are you doing those words don't make any sense and i remember even as a pastor about seven years ago i was trying to teach young adults that uh we were pastoring we were young adult pastors about seven years ago and we made a rap video with becca snyder who used to be called becca her back then and rick lunskow filmed a rap video where we were trying to teach people how to pray and the lyrics go toss up a p the p stands for prayer do you want to see a clip of that right now yes Let's Watch. Toss up a P, the P stands for prayer. Toss up a P, the P stands for prayer. Toss up a P, the P stands for prayer. Toss up a P, the P stands for prayer. Toss up a P, the P stands for prayer. Toss up a P, the P stands for prayer. Well, as you can see, it has been an awkward journey learning how to pray and teaching people how to pray. If you have learned how to pray for me in the past, I just want to apologize because that was the video was the main way we made disciples. But we've <laughs> learned and we've moved on here at KLO's Church. <laughs> but to be serious, I know it can be scary, intimidating, even boring. Sometimes your mind goes blank when you try to pray. But with all that awkwardness, if I can learn how to pray, so can you. If Pastor Amritha can learn how to pray, so can you. And so we're going to talk all about what prayer is. But first, let's talk about some misconceptions about what prayer is not. First, prayer is not a magic spell. We don't use prayer to control God and get whatever we want when we want. Mm -hmm. I saw this prayer. Dear God, thank you for the baby brother. But what I prayed for was a puppy. <laughs> Cute, fresh, love it. But God is not our servant. God is our master. Mm -hmm. We don't control him mm -hmm. with our prayers. Prayer isn't just putting energy into the universe and saying magic words that make things happen. It's not that certain phrases and techniques unlock the heart of God. It's not a password. It's not something where we have to beg, bargain, and bribe in the right way to get what we want and say things like, God, if you do this for me, I will give you my, my wife. 
<laughs> you know, we don't have to bargain with God. He wants to hear our prayers. He asks us to ask him. It's not a magic spell. The second thing prayer is not, it's not a fire extinguisher. You know, fire extinguisher is something that sits on the wall until there's an emergency. Mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't touch it. You know, mm -hmm. we live however we want. And then when something goes bad or yeah. everything is falling apart, that's when we pick up the yeah. fire extinguisher. That's when we start praying. And then we think this should immediately fix everything. Yeah. But that's not how prayer, mm. prayer works. It shouldn't be like, we've tried everything. All we have left is prayer. No! Mm. Has it come to that? No, that's not what we do. We're, yeah. not, we're not saying prayer. No, we're going to die. Take my hand. <laughs> we'll make it, I swear. <laughs> Living out of prayer. No, that's not what our prayer is like. <laughs> it's not a last resort. All right? We want to have a lifestyle of prayer. And uh, just warning, prayer is not going to automatically put out all the problems and the fires yeah. in your life. We still have work to do we have responsibility as well the third thing prayer is not it's it's not a punishment you know some of us have been taught that prayer is a, a ritual to relieve guilt in our lives mm. prayer is a privilege we get yeah. to talk to the creator of all of the universe yeah. and it's it's not being sent to the principal's office that's not what prayer is or the principal's zoom link or whatever you kids are doing these days it is it's not that prayer is a privilege not a punishment mm. so that being said what is prayer mm. well here's a simple definition prayer is communicating with god it's something you can do out loud in your mind mm -hmm. and even in writing you can kneel stand sit you can be with people or alone inside or in the wilderness with music or in silence it's as simple as setting a time to meet with God, setting a place you'll meet with God, setting an atmosphere and communicating with God. But we can still feel like, I don't know what to say. What do I communicate to God? What do, I, what do we talk about? Well, just like there are many talking styles and categories of conversation in any relationship, there are different ways the Bible talks about communicating with God. In Ephesians 6.18, the scripture says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Mm. So this scripture mentions that there are all kinds of prayers. Yeah. And so that's why we see things like in Philippians 4. Be anxious for nothing, mm. but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So what are some of these prayer categories? What are the different things we can communicate to God about? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. And today, this isn't an exhaustive list, but I, I want the sermon to serve as a reference to different ways you can pray to grow in your prayer life. Yeah, that's good. And so I'm excited for you to see a holistic picture of ways you can pray. And so the first category of prayer that I want to talk about is called thanksgiving and adoration. And this is my list, and I've combined some things. So thanksgiving and adoration. What is that? It's expressing thanks and affection to God. Here's the scripture. 2 Corinthians 9. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. And it's uh, giving thanks. Oh, Lord, we are so grateful. Thank you for everything you've done 
in our lives. You know, actually, uh, today, this being a Friday when I was filming, my son, who has autism, who I've never heard really sing a song, who you've never really heard mm-hmm. sing a song, he sang happy birthday to you for the first time ever today. <laughs> and uh, uh, let me show you a video of this right now. Good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Happy birthday. Isn't that amazing? And when he sang that and I recorded it, yeah, I just couldn't help but praising the Lord. Mm. I was like, Lord, thank you for this inexpressible gift. And it was so awesome that I had this prayer category to communicate with God. Lord, I adore you. You are my father. I'm praising you for this victory. Mm-hmm. And we never knew if we'd ever hear our son sing. Mm-hmm. You know, this autism journey has been rough, but we're praising the Lord with this victory along our yeah. autism journey. Mm-hmm. And so we get to do that. That's one of the styles. The second style of prayer I want to talk about is this. It's called supplication or petition. And so what is supplication? It's basically asking for help. Mm. Just asking God for provision and help in all of our lives. In Psalm 28, it says, hear the voice of my supplications when I cry to you for help, when I lift up my hands towards your holy sanctuary. This is a prayer of supplication, and it's okay to ask God for help. In fact, the scripture says, ask, ask me, and I will hear you. Mm. Ask, knock on the door, and I will open it. Like, the Lord loves it when we ask him for things. He loves to hear our voices. And uh, I know there can be weird kind of requests like this kid's prayer. Dear God, I want to be just like my daddy when I get big, but not with so much hair all over. <laughs> I think my, my kids have been praying that. <laughs> but God, God hears even our, our smallest prayers. He hears our biggest prayers. He hears our most intimate prayers. He hears our prayers of desperation. And he, he wants us to come to him and ask him. And he knows what we need even before we ask. But he still says, I want to hear your voice. I want you to come to me. And like we said earlier, that doesn't mean we get everything we want when we want it, but it does mean he hears us. And sometimes he he responds with a, yes, I will do that. Sometimes he says, no. Sometimes he says, not yet, and just wait. But in all of that, we know that our God listens. Amen. Amen. Another category is called intercession. Mm. That means praying on behalf of another person. Mm. Here's an example in Luke 22. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. Mm. And so when you're praying for someone, you're basically standing in the gap for them. You're intervening. You're getting involved. You're praying for another person. And, you know, people on Facebook or, you know, in life, they'll ask, hey, will you will you pray for me? And I, I know sometimes we can be guilty of like saying, I'll pray for you. And we just say we're praying and we yeah, never right. actually do. That is not intercession. Just saying, I'm going to pray for you. But uh, you can steal this from me, but whenever I say I'm praying for you, as I'm writing it, I actually am praying. Mm-hmm. If I say praying in a text, if I say it on Facebook mm-hmm. or even on the phone, I'll say, hey, let's pray right now. I do it in real time so that I don't forget it. And so uh, for those of you who said you were praying for me, but you forgot, we forgive you. <laughs> There's so much grace. 
So much grace. And part of intercession, <laughs> we can we can ask God to help others. We can pray for the sick and see them healed. You know, James 5 talks about the prayer of faith. This is a form of intervening for someone in intercession. James 5 says, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. Mm. Next category is called lament. And lament is the prayer language of pain. Mm -hmm. It's basically a spiritual ouch. Mm -hmm. Psalm 13 is an example of this. How long, O Lord, will you utterly forget me? This is a chance where we can be real with our emotions, our pain, our anguish. We don't have to be super polite in our prayer life with God. Uh, full disclosure, I have used swear words in my prayers. Stop, don't, don't leave the church yet. I've been very real with God. And you know what? He can handle it. Mm -hmm. I've apologized sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. I haven't. <laughs> I probably should apologize right now. <laughs> done and it's a reality though i i've been so raw and real with god because he's like my closest friend and if you can't be real with your close relationships who can you be real with and so lament in fact there's a whole book in the bible called lamentations mm -hmm. like the majority i believe of the psalms in the scriptures are are prayers of of lament yeah and if the yeah. people in the bible can do it so can we yeah next category is called confession slash repentance and basically this is to acknowledge and turn away from sin psalm 32 is an example of this i acknowledge my sin to you and i did not cover my iniquity i said i will confess my transgressions to the lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin and so an example of this is that you know lord i messed up and you know i i do this one a lot you know pastor Mitha actually never has to pray this kind of prayer because you never mess up. What a blessing. What's your secret? God, God, it's your secret. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So some of us never have to confess or repent uh, or change our behavior. But for those of us who do mess up, this is a great one. Say, Lord, we are not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I want to change my ways. I want forgiveness for my past. And prayer, you'll find often, isn't about changing the Lord as much as it it's about changing us yeah. in our heart and say, Lord, I, I just, I want to live a better way. I want to align with your words and ways, especially as apprentices, as disciples of Jesus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Next category is called praying in the spirit. So what is this? This is praying in tongues or by the help of the spirit. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians 14 mm -hmm. says, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I will also sing with the understanding. Another example of this is in Romans 8. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And so this is praying in the spirit. This is, uh, you know, awesome. I love the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It is a gift we are so thankful for. And there are many times in my prayer life where I just don't know what to say. I don't have the words. Maybe I'm just kind of lost or I feel a little bit of confusion or the pain and the grief is so intense. 
And so those moments, I just, I'm just like, Lord, I want to pray. I know I need you. I know, Spirit, you're the source of all life, and I want to connect with you. I just don't have the words. And it's those times that the Holy Spirit is a guide and a teacher and a comforter, and he literally intercedes and intervenes and prays on my behalf, and I can pray in the Spirit. And I, I know for some of us in different streams of Christianity, we're like, whoa, that's super weird, but it's in the Bible. We're not trying to make it super mystical and weird. We just think, hey, we will use any gift that the Bible says that we can have. And so, um, hey, Pastor Mitha, you want to show everybody how do you pray in the Spirit real quick? <laughs> no? Okay. All right. Another time. Ask her in person. And and just to be clear. Don't ask me in person. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, and just to be uh, clear, praying in the spirit doesn't mean you just say Shonda rhymes three times fast, all right? <laughs> it's more than that. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> let's move on. All right, so now that we have different prayer categories, I, I want to quickly talk about different prayer styles. And these are different ways to talk to God. Mm. The first one I want to share is conversational. And this is using everyday language to talk to God. And so in these different styles, we can approach God. And so with conversational style, we approach God by just basically talking to him like we would talk to a friend. Mm. We share what's on our mind and our heart, what's interesting to us. And, you know, when you see verses like 1 Thessalonians 5, this is rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. To, to pray without ceasing is pretty intense. Right. Like, have you, are you disobedient to the scripture? Have you ever ceased praying? I think so. All right. I mean, it's pretty yeah. intimidating. But when you, when you think of like how you have a text with your friend and you, you have this ongoing conversation with them throughout the day, it's like one stream of conversation. But it doesn't mean you're constantly like there having that in-depth conversation. And I, lo I love this quote. It says, seldom do I pray longer than 30 seconds, but seldom do I go... 30 seconds without prayer because mm. prayer is like breathing so we pray without ceasing mm -hmm. and so you can like we said earlier you can pray while you're walking or sitting you can pray out loud in your mind or in writing i mean a prayer journal i i pray a journal a lot and i'm very conversational with god you know like dear god what's up how are you doing how are the kids <laughs> you know like you just talk and it's awesome another style of prayer is called corporate prayer mm. and this is when you're praying with other people mm. in acts one it says these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and mary the mother of jesus and with his brothers so this is an example of praying together yes we do pray in the secret place but the scripture is filled with examples of us praying together corporately mm -hmm. you know and and so sometimes we're praying together loud sometimes we're silent and uh sometimes we are saying yes and amen like even as we gather online and watch parties we're praying together we're praying for the same thing we're praying in agreement that would be an example of corporate prayer mm -hmm. and if you're struggling for friendships right now or feeling connected with people i challenge you find a friend and start praying with them if you pray together you'll find a connection that's deeper than most relationships because mm -hmm. you you can really get to know someone through prayer actually when amritha and i first started falling for each other we were part of a prayer group mm -hmm. as young 20 somethings we would mm -hmm. pray every tuesday morning at like what 6 a.m yeah. it was crazy in mm -hmm. colorado springs and then we would go get omelets that were really cheap at the time and it it connected us to the point where we now have two kids that's connection wow 
All right. Another style of prayer is this. It's called meditative and contemplative prayer. Mm. And basically, this is sitting before the Lord in silence. Psalm 37. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. So it's simply uh, gazing upon God in silence and love. Mm. Richard Foster says, you know, we've been talking about his book, The Celebration and Discipline. And this quote is from him. He says, Eastern meditation is an attempt to empty the mind. Christian meditation is an attempt to fill the mind mm. with the spirit of God, with the word of God. And sitting in silence with God is awesome. You know, my friends that I'm the closest with, I feel very comfortable when none of us talk. And the closer you get with the Lord, it's awesome. It can just be this, this sitting, this stillness, this presence. It's beautiful. And it really gives a chance for our prayer life to have more than one-way communication, but two-way communication. And the Lord will speak to us. Yeah. He'll bring the scriptures alive. He'll speak into our spirits and our hearts yeah. and our minds. And the Lord wants, it's the nature of the Lord to speak. He spoke the whole world into existence and he wants to speak to you because you're his child, you're his beloved and you're his friend and friends know what their people are all about. And so listen to the Lord when you pray. Amen. Amen. The, the last category I want to talk about is this. It's called liturgical prayer. And this mm. has changed my life. And it's basically mm. praying with already written words. And just like singing lyrics in a song, you can still be authentic even when you praise the Lord with worship lyrics from someone else that someone else wrote. And in the same way, in prayer, you can pray old prayers. In fact, in Luke 11, we started the scripture there. When the disciples asked Jesus, how do we pray? He gave them a specific prayer in Luke 11 to pray. He didn't just say, just talk to God or just pray whatever is on your heart. He said, hey, if you want to pray like me, pray this, our Father in heaven. This is called the Lord's Prayer or our Father, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Mm. And so I, I love that the Lord has given us words, yeah. such a beautiful prayer. Yeah. And you'll probably notice some of the different categories. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We see adoration mm -hmm. and praise. Your kingdom come, mm -hmm. your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You'll see submission and a petition there. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we've also forgiven our debtors. You see their supplication confession and even intercession and then lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil again supplication and repentance for thine is the kingdom and the power the glory forever amen there's adoration and praise mm -hmm. it's it's awesome and the lord has given us these words and so we've covered a lot of material here yeah and we want this sermon to be a reference for you especially as you're growing in your prayer life but i want to challenge you pick a time Pick a place and, and, and talk to the Lord. Communicate yeah, with him. Yeah. He wants to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Prayer has totally changed my life. It's mm -hmm. helped connect me with God and people and the church. And I believe it can make a major impact in your life. I remember when I first gave my life to God and I heard about going into my prayer closet. Like I talked about that thin closet in my room. And I, I went in there and prayed and I'd get before the Lord. I would kneel down and he would speak to me. And I just remember the Lord speaking to my heart, I love you. Mm -hmm. I love you. And I, my family had, you know, been going through a divorce. House was like foreclosed on. My mom was living, you know, in and out of a car. It was just, I was just like a lost young teenage boy. I was in a 
very big season of depression. I wanted to end my life. But in that prayer closet, it became my most safe place in the spirit. It became the place where the creator of the heavens and the earth was creating a new heart in me. And he would speak to me. I love you. I love you. I love you. It's changed me to this day. And uh, I remember sharing that with Christians at church and people that had grown up in the church. Did you know that you can connect with God? And people aren't like that impressed. They're like, yeah, that's like, that's kind of our whole deal. I was like, but this is awesome. Yeah. The Lord loves me. He's speaking to me. Yeah. Like I had, I had purpose. I had meaning. Yeah. And I, I just pray that we don't get bored with prayer and we don't give up on prayer even when it's hard. And I've just learned this lesson. Prayer is like breathing. And if you, you feel like your life with God is dry, man, start praying, connect with the source of all life and, and pray hardest when it's hardest to pray. And I believe that these tools will be a blessing for you. Yeah. Why don't we pray right now mm. in the name of Jesus? Dear Lord, we are so thankful that you allow us to communicate with you. Mm -hmm. I pray that you would help us to pray. I pray that you'd help us with these categories and these styles. Lord, that you would lead us, Holy Spirit, in our prayer journey. Mm -hmm. For those of us mm -hmm. who are fearful or intimidated or have had bad experience, we felt guilt and shame because our prayer life isn't what we wanted it to be or what we thought it should be. Lord, I pray that you would just eliminate guilt and bring grace and grace that would help us walk into a life-giving relationship with you. We pray in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Well, thank you for joining me for about 13 points. <laughs> gotcha. I love it. But I, I want to take a moment right now to pray for anybody who's never given their life to God. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're here watching today because you, you're you needing a fresh start. Yeah. You feel like your, your life is out of control. You don't know what to do. I want you to know God loves you. He wants to give you life purpose. He wants to give you a fresh start. He wants to have a relationship with you. Yeah. And if you'd like to start a relationship with him, I'd love to lead you in this prayer right now. I'm going to put some words on the screen, and let's pray this all at the same time. Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Take control of my life. I turn from my old ways and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for praying that prayer with us. If you pray that prayer to give your life to the Lord for the first time or as a recommitment, please text the number on the screen so that we can connect with you. Following Jesus is an amazing journey, and we'd love to help you on that journey. Yeah, amen. Well, thank you so much for giving us this awesome reference to be able to go back to. I hope that you revisit this message and catch all the different ways that we can pray. And so we're so excited for your prayer life and what God is doing. Yeah. We want to transition into a time of worshiping God with our giving. Yeah. You can actually give right here at the link to Kalos Church. I would encourage you to uh, set up reoccurring giving. That's something that we do in our family. Mm -hmm. And it's so great because then we don't forget to tithe. So you can yeah. go ahead and set that up. And I want you to know that as you're giving to Kalos Church, you're giving to Life Change. We say this mm -hmm. every week and we really mean it. And one of the things that's happening and that's coming up in February is our small groups. How many people are ready for small yes. groups? I can't wait. I want you to hear from Sam Goodheil, our small group director, as we get ready for a new small group season. Hi, Kalos. My name is Sam Goodheil, and I coordinate small groups here at Kalos. And if I were to ask you, 
Looking back on the year 2020 and all of the obvious challenges that existed in that year, what helped you to make it to the other side? What helped you to be healthier or more hopeful or to um, feel supported as you made your way through the year and all of the difficulty that existed? For many of us, I imagine the answer to that question is a person or persons who we shared community with, who we journeyed with, so to speak, through life and everything that was going on in our lives. Maybe people who helped us to learn, helped us to laugh, um, helped us when we were in a pinch and needed help from someone. And those are exactly the things that a small group hopes to do. That is exactly the vision for a small group, to be a community of people who comes together around something, an activity, a subject area, and uh, learns and grows together and laughs together and is there for one another. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, then I would encourage you to look for more information to come for the small group season that begins in February. In advance of that, if you are interested in being a small group leader, I would love to talk with you. To be a small group leader, you don't need to be a spiritual expert. You don't need to have a PhD in your subject area or the activity that you want to uh, do with others as part of your group. Being a small group leader is taking something that you are already interested in and bringing others along with you as you do it, building a sense of community together as you pursue some activity or subject all in the pursuit of knowing Jesus better and becoming more like Jesus, like we've been talking about in this Spiritual Disciplines series. So if that appeals to you and you'd love to talk further, um, I know I would love to talk to you in general, just period, um, because we all know we don't get as much social, social interaction as we used to. Um, but also I would love to talk with you about small group leading and what that means, what that looks like. So let's get in touch. I know small groups have changed my life for the better. Um, and I would love to see that be the case for you also. So um, thanks for considering and hope to talk to you soon. Sam, thank you yeah. for all that incredible information. Mm -hmm. We are actually going to be doing a hybrid of small groups where we're going to mm -hmm. have um, opportunities to join small groups that are going to be online and then some that will be in person. Mm -hmm. They'll be smaller. We'll be very safe about those. But I encourage you, if you're interested in leading a small group, you can click on the link right here yeah. and just be praying and thinking about whether you want to lead one online or uh, in person as well. So we're just going to be a really incredible small group season. Well, I want to mention that you should have received an email with your charitable tax receipts. If you did not receive an email, hopefully you received it in your mailbox. If you have any questions or you didn't receive any of those, please email Andrew Jennings at Kalos.Church and he will take care of it for you and with you. Well, we're excited that we're in the middle of our fast, prayer and fasting. Yeah. This is something we do every year, twice a year actually. And I want to invite those of you that maybe just be hearing about the fast for the very first time that we're in the middle of it, you can still join. Join us for the last couple weeks of our fast and mm -hmm. let God really touch you as we as a community disconnect from the world and connect with God Ooh. in prayer yeah. and fasting. Amen. Amen. Well, let me bless you before you go today. May you know and make known the beauty of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. There's a table there.
This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. 